The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hashtag no music, no intro. Saints Block Party Podcast, brought to you by BetterHelp. I'm going to do a very unprofessional thing. I didn't. I could have just done it before, but might as well just do it now. You got to keep these soup coolers moisturized, bitch, right? Me some myself, man. <laughs> what a what a last couple of days it's been with, with these New Orleans Saints. Hmm. We are witnessing the eroding, the complete eroding mm. of the New Orleans Saints as a team right in front of our eyes. And it the, the makings of it has, has been there for quite a while. But just want to give a quick kind of things on top on the top. Spotify wrapped, you know, in year came out today. Um we just want to just give the love to everyone for the support, for, for listening to us, um, for helping us grow this year to reach levels. You know, I could say that we, it was not on the forefront of our mind of us reaching as a, as a podcast. Um, so thank y'all, uh, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, we appreciate y'all. Um, YouTube, we are over 900 subscribers on YouTube. Finally, almost to that 1000 mark. If you are watching or listening to this on YouTube, like, and subscribe, please like, and subscribe. Um, lions game, the next home game for the saints. We are raffling off the ticket. All you have to do is retweet, quote, tweet, if you have Instagram, you put it on your story, whatever it is, and just send us proof that you did that DM me, DM Ryan. You can be at you can be at the the drumming, bro. Like you could be at watching, watching it. Just just in full 4K. Uh, just sitting Dan, back in the corner, like, mm. Ooh, ooh mm. Dan Campbell, more, more, more. Mm, we only have one person. <laughs> Uh, we only have one person that's into the raffle so far, so um, there's plenty of opportunity. And like, this is like the last big game of the season. Truly, Tell it truly know, like, is. If you're a Saints fan, like just to be in being that the atmosphere is gonna be fun. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't gonna be fun what happens, but you know. <laughs> but like, I, gonna be on in, the fl- it's always lit. You know what I'm saying? The dome always lit. You know what I'm saying? On the flip side, if things do go bad for the Saints when they play the Lions, this is your opportunity to let your voice be heard. This is an opportunity. Exactly. You you can go on Superdome. You, maybe someone <laughs> runs on the field with a hashtag fired in Allen shirt, a hat, like a, <laughs> a, a, a Saints Block Party podcast shirt. Who knows? I'm just saying the opportunities are there. It's a, it's a free ticket. We're raffling off. You just have to do those things. Um, whew, I don't even know what to start with, with this team. Ooh. You know, I didn't, the worst. I didn't I didn't have time. You know, wifey on vacation. I'm home alone. Boy, I didn't have nothing but time to just watch. Watch and look. How the look at? You said the word, the word you say, eroding. Yep. We, we're also seeing the erosion of trust that, you know, some of the remnants that were still left because some of us been jumped off, but you still <laughs> had some people kind of holding on, some yep. of the media, some fans. And now you're finally starting to see even their trust in the whole operation and DA and Derek Carr and Mickey Loomis and Kale. You're starting to see that erosion of trust in the organization as a whole. <laughs> and that's a boy, that's a dark place. As a, as a franchise, you start getting there. That's a dark place, bro. And it, we've talked about this 
and and I've said it, you've said it. Da Dennis James Allen hashtag fire Dennis Allen is not going to say anything publicly to ridicule Derek Carr because he knows that he is his ship is tied to Derek Carr. He's the one when a let me let me let me shut up. Can't 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 give it all on the podcast. It was his decision to bring Derek Carr in. So if he admits fault or any way of Derek Carr being ungood, then that means that he was wrong. So he's doing everything in his power to be able to preserve his job. I said on the last po- couple of podcast episodes ago, this is not like, yes, he, like, does Dennis Allen want to win? Like, I'm sure he does. But like, at this point, it seems like he's more conf- he's more worried about what he can do to save his job. Job security. Exactly. That's it. Job security. And t- you, this man, per NOF, had the nerve to like say, "Oh, we're not in the like the blame game business, and um, you know, we don't single out a player." Nigga, a month ago, Chris Olave was thrown under the bus by the head coach. So you're gonna say a month ago you're gonna say this about Chris Olave, but then when Derek Carr's brought up, it's like you're gonna play m- mum's the word. Bro, we see if we as just fans see what's going on. How the fuck do you think players in the locker room see this shit going down? And how do you think it makes them feel? Exactly. Exactly. Hey, man, uh, Mike Lombardi and Femi Abebefe. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh. Whip that, huh? Oh, don't get that name. You heard me? Listen. But I, they were on the podcast talking about it, uh, you know, early this week or whatever. And they talked about Derek Carr. They talked about the topic was how players, like the players, if you're a quarterback, the players have to like you. They have to want to follow you. They have to believe in you. And they were talking about Derek Carr. Like, it's obvious. It's starting to be obvious to everyone that he is not one of those type of quarterbacks that people like it. Femi brought up that whole Chris Olave situation because Chris Olave getting asked about it after the game. And he just was like, you could read, you could look at his face. And he was like, come on, bro. Yeah. It's on me. It's my fault. Yeah. I take it. Like you could tell that just like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Burn, it burned him up, but burn him up. We, we've been, and I think they even said, and I've been listening to it, but they said like, you could tell like the receivers don't, you know, are not fans of their, Bro, this this is shit we've been saying on this podcast about like two months ago. Like, I, but I'm glad that finally it's getting it's getting spoke about more than just our podcast. I'm not trying to say that yeah. you know we don't we don't do our thing, but it's coming from bigger places than just us. Because when right. when the outside narrative starts talking about it, and the bigger narrative starts talking about it, that's for whatever reason the Saints are like, oh no, they're they're talking about us for oh you know, from the big yeah. media from big media big NFL media. That's when they start shaking in their boots. You got Michael Thomas putting the 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 quote tweets or the the the, the subliminal tweets about subliminals. He like Jay Z, bro. That boy would block dropping subliminals. Uh, and people are like, oh, you're just reading in the thing. Like, man, come on, man. No, brother. <laughs> um. Oh, this is oh, man. This is bad, right? I and I and I and I, I like. And the thing that worries me and something I've been thinking about for a while is there's the operations ran by Gail and Mickey. And if they don't see their faults and if they are either complicit with Dennis Allen and all of this, or just not willing to admit that they were wrong, the eroding of, a whole bunch of things will continue for the team. I'm, and I'm talking long-term. I'm not talking just right. this season, right? right? This is a, this is a dire, a dire problem for the New Orleans Saints. Let's give it, let's go back to the whole thing about trust. We just talked about DA not saying a bad thing, saying not a bad word about Derek Carr, but threw Chris Olave in the bus. Still one of the most underrated, not talked about storylines of the entire NFL is Trevor Penning being benched. 
and how he got benched. Right. Your head coach did not have the balls, the the whatever, the respect to talk to a second year player and give him a reason and give him an understanding, a breakdown of hey, this is why maybe we're, we're sending you down, blah blah blah. He didn't. He left it to the media to do that job for him. So like Dennis Allen has shown his colors. For very long, not just this season, we were on it last season, but for a very long time now. But now it feels like those colors of who he is is like amplified. It's like it's it's under the microscope right now. Oh, and, it's starting start to be obvious. What is it going to take? That that for me, that's we'll, we'll talk about the Lions game and get all into that. What is it going to take? I don't know, bro. I mean, you listen to Mick and Loomis. Last night on WWL, we got the 12th rank offense. You heard me? Oh, okay. 12th rank offense, everything all fine and dandy. He believes in everybody, all the guys in the building. He has the right people in the building to make things work for the team. Um, So, I mean, everything fine. Like, I don't know. What you know what? I don't know. We tripping. We the ones the, tripping. The Mickey got to go to. I'm saying. Right. Like, for real. Bro, like, that's where and, I'm I don't, and I've been holding off on that, but that's where I'm at now, you know? And I don't – sometimes maybe that's, like, Mickey putting on, like, the facade and he said yeah, had to say that. Of course. Maybe, maybe it was. But if he truly believed a good bit of what he's saying, then he needs to fucking go to. Like, legitimately. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because, I mean, he could be bullshitting. But here's the thing I didn't like. It, it wasn't so much that, you know, he was – you know, he wasn't like people were like, oh, what you expecting to throw him, throw DA under the bus? I know, I I know that. Like, I'm not stupid. I know how this works. But when he, but he's trying to feed us bullshit and overcompensate. Like, we're not stupid. Like, Saints, we're not stupid. We not dumb, we bro. Can't fool what we see. Like, we know, <laughs> we know this is not the 12th best offense in the league. We know that. And like, it's, you're not it's obvious, bro. Like, like, bro. We didn't we didn't score a single touchdown against a division rival in a must win division game, but our offense is okay. They're they're twelfth in yards per game. Okay, like the most milk toast statistic you could pull out of football. You know what I'm saying? Like it it means nothing, bro. Nothing. So you're trying to feed us bullshit, man. Like don't don't try to bullshit us. Go on there and say, look, I'm I'm as frustrated as Saints fans. So I'm frustrated. Look, we we. We invested a lot into this team. We expected more. Um, still a lot of games left. I really feel like we have the people to turn this thing around and go forward. Uh, but, you know, it's 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 on them to fix it. And, you know, it's critical that we win this year, blah, 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 blah. So, so many things he could say without having to throw anybody under the bus. But the fact that he's trying to shovel this, you know, glass half full narrative. And today you could tell it was – very coordinated. Everybody told it that line. DA, Derek Carr, they told it this glass half full. You know, things are going in the right direction uh, storyline or narrative that they're trying to push. And it's just like, what are y'all doing? You know, like, who are you, who are you trying to, you trying to sell us? You sell us with, with good football play. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you sell it. Because then we, we show up. You know what I'm saying? But don't try to sell us over press conferences and all that because that is no, meaningless. Bro. It's meaningless words. As as Derek Carr said today, when when uh, Nick Underhill was was peppering him with questions, he said, "I'm going to say a lot of words that won't mean anything." That's exactly what he said. He said, "I'm just going to say a lot of words, but they won't mean anything." <laughs> like, but, but I mean, I'm so glad Derek Carr because Derek Carr started to show his true colors too. I'm so happy people are really starting to see dude is a fraud, a con artist. Like he's like, they got that video out of them him out there preaching, and you Wait, can tell he's just one of them them fake preachers, bro. Oh, you mean? Oh, well, this is like before he started with the Saints, like earlier. Oh, yeah, it's from like. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's one of them fake preachers, though. Like, I don't, I don't buy his bullshit at all, bro. No, those like, those fake preachers get paid though. <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly what that's what the clothy cup from, bro. That's the clothy yes. cup from. Um. Little, little, little kitty cat. Um, there, like, we could, we could take this in other ways. How you drafted 
a running back in the third round who's played minimum games this season. You have to edge rusher in the second round and you desperately need pass rush help. Um, you usually been a non-factor inactive or only on special teams this season. But like another thing, like this is like, these are the little things to me that shows the entire incompetence of how the Saints are currently run right now. We know you to go there. Remember when we, this happened last year in, in London and Latavius Murray got signed and he was on the practice squad and he was like, oh, okay, we're like, okay, Uncle Tavis. And then he came in and he looked much better than like Mark Ingram or whatever it was. And he had like a nice little stretch of games where like he was, like, he was fine. Like he was, he was better than what, what the Saints had had. We were, and he was at least at that point looking like he does be deserving to be on the team. Right. Or, yeah. or on the, the, the main roster and not the practice squad. He gets picked up by what's it? Broncos. Broncos, remember yeah. this correctly. Gets picked up by the Broncos, and like we, you and I was just like, that is bad team management. That Some was dumb bad shit. Bad team management, and, we, and there was pushback, and there were people were saying, pushback. "Oh, it wasn't. It was just a time guess." I'm a big deal out of nothing. Remember when we talked about how the participation when DA got hired was like really low and it seemed very lackadaisical and we were just making a big deal out of nothing and oh, okay. Um so that was last season. Okay. You signed Jason Pierre Paul to your bet squad because you need pass rush help and and blah 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 blah. And one game after that, a team signed him to their regular season roster. So he is no longer on the team. I'm not, I want to preface this. I'm not saying JPP was going to come in and be like a force. And my point is Dennis Allen does not know how to run an NFL team. Thank you. Period. That's it. You can't look at that situation and go ahead. No, you can't. Because let me go even further than that. Marshawn Lattimore gets hurt. Michael Thomas gets hurt. There's a gap of time before they get added and put on IR. If they would have been added and put on IR sooner, instead of signing JPP to the practice squad, you could have signed him to the regular season roster because you are losing players because they're on IR. Bro, this is like Matt, this, this is simple Madden concept. This is fantasy football concepts, bro. You have an I. This man does not know how to run an NFL team. And the the proof has been there. It's right there. It's right there. That was the dumbest shit I ever seen. Losing. I didn't even I didn't even really talk about the uh JPP situation because it was just so stupid. And I was just like, whatever. And it has nothing to do with like if he's your, and look, he played a solid he played 16 snaps, had two tackles. You know, he was what you expect. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously. They wanted him to be a part of the team, and Cam Jordan gets hurt in this game. He's on a he's on an injury report this week. Didn't practice, so now you really you really could use a JPP. And they had the roster spots, Adam. They they brought up um what's his name Phillips or whatever off the practice squad, like they moving players around and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, Kyle Phillips, maybe I don't know. I yeah, don't know Kyle Phillips, Kyle is. Phillips. Yeah, why not just? Add JPP to the roster if you need them. I'm not saying JPP is going to be the key to the future. It's going to change the game, nothing like that. But obviously, as a player that you saw that could add value to your team right now and that could play and fill in for injured players, and you lost them. You lost. You showcased them for the league. The league saw they they pulled up. Oh, hey, look, man, dude just played. He looks in shape. Had you know tackles, tackled the run game. We need us a DE. Bring them on in. So you're doing work for other teams. D- <laughs> Y'all scouting for other teams. Da Da got got his got his girl in like a like a just a really short skirt and just just take just take her to a fucking bar. Just walk around the bar like just a man. Just like ooh, that's- Twirl, twirling her around. Like, Y'all want this? <gasps> Woo! Idiot! 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 Oh, bro! Hell, bro! Like, the like the wins losses it's it's beyond the wins losses like that's part of it but 
again, it's like I said with the Trevor Penning situation, how you get to the end result is such like this team is being run by a fucking idiot. Can I can I can I say can I say that? I feel it's being run by an idiot, right? Like how plus how is there no checks and balances in the front office where if that's what he was thinking, then someone goes, hey, 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 whoa, 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 hey, hey, coach, how what, what we do it this way instead? Now I don't know. Again, but DA, what did DA do this season? He got everyone he wanted on his coaching staff, on his coaching staff, who are likely all yes men. So who there's no one there in in the front office challenges authority. We've seen what happened to players who challenges authority. What happened when CD Deuce challenged DA's authority? See ya. Bye bye. Curtis jo- Curtis Johnson, who didn't challenge authority, but would have been a strong voice. Goodbye. The what Dan Roshire, who's in Tulane, Zach Streif, Zach Streif, the um, second uh, secondary coach from last year, Chris uh, Shard, Chris Shard, um, who just who just uh, cooked up um, the Saints defensively uh, for the Falcons, um, uh, Ryan Nielsen, Ryan Nielsen. So th- this is where it is. <laughs> this is where it is, and, and and we were talking about. Like you said, we were talking about the lax training camps last year. Um, I talked about how this year he still wasn't using the full a lot of time for training camp. Um, you could say that matters. You could say it don't. I don't know. Like Andy Reid, Andy Reid uses the full a lot of time. I don't know. Like well, he, he has, doesn't use he the full a lot. Of time. He has what two Super Bowls? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and Brooke Brooke from NOF, I saw I saw she said this last week. She was like, you know, they go through practice during the week, coming off a of bye week, and she noticed practice was just lax. Like they're going in to play the Falcons, and practice just lax. And she's like, you know, we only there for twenty minutes, so it could be there. But she's just noticing the same players drinking, you know, walking around the helmets off, looking like a walkthrough. You coming off a of bye week, ready? To get your season in order to lead the division and lock in the playoff, it should be intense at practice. Y'all should be oh, working, nigga. I better hear some pot, some some pass popping, pass popping, or something. No, I hear none of that. Never hear about Derek Carr working with his receivers after practice. Oh, but you maybe know, but does. you know who? Maybe does. I never hear. It. I'm just saying, I don't I, hear I, it. Maybe I, does. I know, I know, I know. Jameis was okay. Let me. Let me working out with At uh, Perry. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just saying. Just saying. A.T. Perry ain't had no problems running runs with Jameis. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> you know? It's just everything Everything we suspect is just so, it's just like, it's coming, like you're starting to be so self-evident, bro. Which is just it, funny to me. I made two bets before the season. One with our dude, Max, Darth Saint. He said that, you know, the Saints were going to, I forgot what the numbers were. I want to say he said like nine plus games. And I said, I said seven to eight. So we, we had a bet that he had won previously. I think it was a draft bet. And then we we, we doubled our bet. So maybe it may, right now the Saints sit at five, five and six. We'll see. Made a so bet with our Four more games? <laughs> yeah. Made a bet with our dude, Ty Harley. Die. And I, said, and I told him, I said, Sean Payton's going to win more games this season than DA. Sean Payton's won six. DA's won five. So, so that tells you before the season, even with Derek, and I think I made, so I made the bet with Max pre-Devic car signing, but I made the bet with Ty post-Derek car signing. Even with all that pre and post, I was still hesitant about this team. And Derek Carr has been a complete disaster. And that's been a huge factor in the things, but even not considering him being this bad, I was still hesitant in this team a hundred percent because of who the head coach was. Period. <laughs> Period. You. This episode of the Saints Block Party Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Wolf, the holidays are coming up. Usually a joyous occasion for most. Sometimes that's not the case for everyone. I can speak from personal experience. I lost my mom two years. Lost her the day after Thanksgiving. And the holidays can be a triggering experience and something that just gets people down when the holidays come around. Yeah, 
you know, there are lots of resources out there for people. Um, one that I know of is betterhelp.com. They match you with licensed therapists. It's completely entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. From personal experience, therapy can be helpful in so many ways. Finding, having someone to talk to and betterhelp.com, you can do it all online and be linked to a therapist. Super convenient. This holiday season, find your bright spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash who that today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash who that to get 10% off your first month. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Bruh, that- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me let me run this by you. And I don't even know if it's going to happen or not. I think the only way that Dennis Allen gets fired, potentially, I'm going to say that potentially, is potentially if they drop these next three games. Lions, uh, Lions, Giants, Panthers. And it's a three-game three homestand, right? DA, there is no way in hell that DA should be able to keep his job if you lose to the Panthers, who's a division rival with three different head coaches in two seasons, bro. If he, so he, so he would have lost to, so last year he met, he lost to Matt Rule. Then he lost to the interim head coach, Steve Wilkes of the Panthers. And then whoever, I don't know who the interim coach who took over after uh, Frank, Frank Wright got fired for the Panthers. But when they play in two weeks, if that's, You've lost, you lost to two interim head coaches, bro, potentially, and you get to keep your job. Nah. Be honest, Gil need to be walking over there and hollering at uh, Jim Caldwell because he's like an offensive special assistant or some weird shit they got going on. You know what I'm saying, Jim? You know, I know people, not everybody loves Jim Caldwell. I, I know. I know. I get it. Man, listen. People came. At, people came at me when I when I made that tweet, and I'm like, oh, "Bro, man. we have a toddler running the NFL team. We the the we same, got twenty wins. We got twenty wins, Adam. Twenty. <laughs> Y'all want to complain bro. about Jim Caldwell? Fuck we was on a Discord debating if Sean Payton make the Hall of Fame with 154 wins, 158 wins, and this man sitting there with twenty wins, bro. Twenty. I would. I want to. I want to be white and terrible in my life. I want to come back. Uh, and be, no, I don't. But I just want to be just to have the experience. That, bro. Can you imagine? Uh, you, is, is there any world in the NFL where uh, a black coach would have that few wins and get? Oh no. man, man. 
Like, like you said, we just mentioned Jim Caldwell. He has a winning record. And people are like, ew, ew, ugh. He's, bo- he's boring. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is going on here, man? It's, um, it's, it's, bad. it's bad, bro. It's bad. And there's so many things bad. Because, like, okay. you, you, criticize, you criticize DA and people are like, oh, what about Carr? You criticize Carr and they're like, well, what about Pete Carmichael? Criticize Pete Carmichael. Well, look who his quarterback is. Shit. All of it's bad, bro. But, like, man, listen, I watched the All-22 with a uh, – the Falcons game, sicko behavior, right sicko, there. Sicko, bro. I'm sick. I'm sick, man. I got time, but like the plays are there, bro. Like I'm not saying Pete Carmichael should not be an OC. I'm like we know this. We know this. He doesn't want to be OC. You don't. We know this. Like we know this. But the plays are there. Like there's a play there, like in the 23 in Falcons territory. El Camaro run a beautiful out and up. Cooks K. Dallas cooks him. Derek Carr throws like a wannabe back shoulder pass. It just it just it's a mess. Winds up hitting K. Dallas in the back. It's just it's terrible. It's terrible. When all he had to do was just lead lead uh, AK forward. It's a touchdown. It's a clear touchdown. Like the first second play of the game, Derek Carr has a pristine pocket with um. So he running the crosser right in front of him, and he throws it behind him. And she has to twist around and catch it and tear off, tear all the meat off his thigh. Just tore all the meat I off his thigh. Sad to cut and now he injured. You know, and, just, and and if you watch the play on all twenty two, it's beautiful, bro. It, it's beautiful, beautiful because everything is spaced out. You know, they clear everybody, all the defenders out. If if he just hits Rasheed a little bit in front of him, maybe breaks for a touchdown, maybe not, but it's a huge game. And it's, you know, it's like the plays are there, man. So miss me with the Pete Carmichael stuff. Like, he, does, I, I, he deserves he deserves it. And especially first half of the season, he was terrible. But he's improved a lot. And there are plays are there, man. But Derek Carr is not good. He's not a good quarterback. He's not good at the little things you have to be, like, in accuracy. I'm not talking about Drew Brees' accuracy, just like any average, average accuracy. You know what I'm saying? It's not accurate. Terrible mechanics. He's not smart. He's not a headed quarterback like people think he is. Bad pocket presence. Awful, awful in the red zone, been awful. Mike Mike Triplett was cooking him at the damn presser, bro. I say, how does it feel to be 36 of 36 of starting quarterbacks the last two years? In red zone, you know, completion percentage or whatever. Like, man, it's just cooking the red zone touchdown. Like, Mike, Mike Triple was like, like uh, the the the, the Chick Fil A he owned, bro. Just like the Nuggets, bro, just frying them, bro. Just just frying them, top to the bottom. Thirty six or thirty six quarter. They only got thirty two quarter. Thirty. I mean, they got backups. Backups better than what Derek Cole was, bro. Can, in the red I, zone. Can I? Can I say this one thing though? And I, I guess I guess the people who probably. I don't know. People who probably saw this and went on a tangent probably never listened to us to begin with. Can, can people now just maybe believe the shit I said about the whole Derek Carr didn't want Taysom Hill coming on? Like, 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 like come, like, what? You could <laughs> see that make, he had type. You could see that he typed. Because another reason why DA won't criticize because he know Derek Carr's a sensitive bitch. You know, Ooh. he's a he's sensitive man. Like, you know, you can't be. Built like that, the way his family comes and just blocks people, and you know, just you know, comes and people mention he got bot farms out there <laughs> that's coming after people. He is sensitive, man. He's been sensitive. Everybody knows he's been on it back with yeah, him yeah. in the Raiders days. He's always been that way. He's sensitive, man. And and that's not saying DA need to throw him under the bus, but man, like if you get if, hold him, but you got to but. But if you're hold like, accountable, coach, you gotta hold fucking hold him accountable. And if you're not and holding him accountable, absolutely, absolutely. We, we don't we don't wait fucking thirty minutes. Haven't touched one thing out this goddamn Lions game. Right Mitchell the Lions, bro. Because we're so behind who the opponent is, bro. It don't doesn't even matter. matter man. Doesn't matter. But let's let's talk about this game, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. The Saints' chance to win this game 
is for Jared Goff to be not like not good Jared Goff. Like that's Correct. that's their chance. Now yep. even if they good two weeks now. Hasn't been good. Neither was Desmond Ritter last week, and that didn't so the, like that's the stuff that's the shit that holds me back. Like the defense may get a pick, they may cause their Jared Goff to fumble, get good. Like we we gotta see it. We got to see it. And I know one thing, we kind of talked how you talked about maybe the team was lack of days ago coming off the bye. Uh I know Dan Campbell was probably on the Lions fucking ass after they dropped Ooh. their game to the Packers on Thanksgiving oh, yeah. in front of in front of all the hoes. Like all the hoes was watching. So I know the Packers or sorry, I know the Lions are gonna be up for this game. Dan Campbell coming back to New Orleans. You know, he's Aaron gonna have Glenn. his Aaron Glenn. They're gonna have their team up. I, I almost, I just, I wanted to ask, like, how how do the Saints beat the Lions, bro? And, like, I don't even, like, I just feel like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. We would have to see something completely different. Um, it'll have something to be similar to the uh, uh, Colts game. That's such a weird outlier game. Yeah, it was such a weird outlier. Not even the Patriots. Just the just the, that Colts no, game. That Colts game. Um, yeah. It, it would have to be a lot of Taysom Hill, especially in the red zone. Uh, Taysom Hill would have to take care of the ball. Um, so they have to take the ball away from them. Uh, so they need extra possessions. And obviously, you know, they need to score in the red zone. Like, I, I know, I will say this. I know they are going to work like they talked about today that they added a red zone period to Thursday. They only, usually only do it on Fridays. But now they added a red zone period to Thursday also. It's like, okay, week 13, you decided to do that? Okay, <laughs> whatever. But I just know they are going to try so hard to score touchdowns on Sunday, bro. Like end the rounds, um, flea flickers, you name it, bro. They're gonna try. They damn this to score in the red zone and score touchdowns, bro. So you know, I think I, I can envision them putting up some points early at least. You know what I'm saying? Putting up 14 points or something like that, maybe in the first half to make it look competitive. Um, and the rest is gonna be hoping. You know, Detroit doesn't play a. A good, a good game because Detroit play their game. The Saints gonna lose. Like Detroit is rushing the passer and getting after it and stopping the run and got the run game cooking. And Derek Goff is good. Jared Goff and he's hitting passes. The Saints are banged up. Cam Jordan injured right now. Lattimore obviously out. Um, Chris Olave he's on the injury. He did practice the day limited, but he's on the uh, concussion protocol. Um, Shahid. You know, it's not looking good for him. Um, he didn't practice. Uh, I mean, bro, I mean, Eric McCoy didn't practice. Oh, you know? I mean. This, like, if I'm Ben Johnson, I'm looking at the Saints team. I look at the how the defense played against the Texans, how they played against the Bears in the first half, how they played against the Bucks when they played the Bucks, how they played against <clears throat> last week against Falcons. And I say, okay, well, I got David Montgomery and I got Jameer Gibbs. So even if maybe if even if Derek Carr or sorry, not Derek Carr, even if Jared Goff is having not the great game, I have a one of the better offensive lines in football. Lean on them niggas. Like they, they have That's not it. shown that they could you know stop the consistently run. stop the run. They can't do it. So and, and on top of that. I go look at the, what the Vikings did with Hackensack, uh, TJ Hackensack. And I, I get I get Sam Laporta, who's been looking great. I'm putting him in the slot. I'm putting him on the line. I'm putting whoever they line up. I'm putting him and I'm running them across that field and I'm cooking. I'm cooking. cooking. And the, the, same thing, thing, you know, go ahead. the crazy thing is like the, 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 the defense for the Lions isn't like great, no. but. They, they they do have they have Aiden Hutchinson who I'm sure is gonna you know the Aiden Hutchinson Ryan Ramchek matchup I am a little excited to see but it all goes it, to me it just goes I don't even, like the the de- like the Detroit defense not even a thing to me like if the offensive line is giving Derek Carr three three and a half seconds he's holding on to the ball waiting for the play to come open none of, like none of that really matters like none if they're matters, not man. if 
and it's, and I, I agree with you that Pete Carmichael has not been like a like a huge problem recently. But if there's still this inconsistency of we see that something's working with AK, we see that something's working with Taysom right. Hill, and then we immediately go away from it and we put the ball back in Derek Carr's hands, then like that is not winning football. Cool. So I, I I don't like I feel I don't want to like shortchange our our listeners and viewers and be like oh well it's a Lions preview but they're win- We've seen this team all season. Like, I don't know how much in depth we can talk about this game um, until we see something different. Honestly, like, yeah, I will say this defensively. Look, they've been 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 burnt by moving quarterbacks all season. They ain't got to worry about that with Jerry Goff. Jerry Goff ain't running nowhere. If he does run a lot in this game, that that would really just. That would really be sad, bro. If he has more than 20 yards rushing, like, that will be gross. So, like, Derek Goff, he's going to be in his spot. So, if they can scheme up some kind of pass rush and get something going, you know, like, we need – big creep, bro. Wait, where you at? I ain't seen you in a while, bro. I need <laughs> been quiet, you to, bro. Been quiet, man. I need you to show up. Um, nobody really else standing up. Like, Brian Brzee. Like I need him to, I need him to show up a little more, you know. Like I kind of understand why watching some of the tape from the Atlanta game, I do understand why he doesn't play a ton of snaps because he gets moved in the run game really easy. Mm. It's a leverage thing. It's a leverage thing for him, not a strength thing. He just plays high and he gets moved. Uh. Um, so I do understand that, but like, man, come on, you got to get after the passer. Get your pass rushes out there, man. Get the dudes right. that can affect the passer. We like to do this rush three thing. And look, a lot of teams do the rush three thing. It's great when you can win like that, but we're not winning like that. So, so why are we still like, doing it? Why are we still doing it? Like, we, you know, you, you getting Cam double team, but we'll even see if he going to play. I don't know. I, I'd be shocked if he doesn't because he never missed games, but, you know, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I, I, this is not me knowing anything. I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't play. Neither because to me, if you want to look at the biggest indication of where the Saints are as a team and how they feel about their head coach, and maybe it maybe completely is just an injury thing, and I don't want to speculate, maybe it is, but if you have a player who's always giving you everything he's at, has never missed a game in his career except for a COVID game, and now things are where they are, and now he's like, oh, man, I don't know. I can't go. Like, to me, that, that would be telling. Now, I'm not mm. saying that's going to happen. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, if Cam yeah. is like... Man. Just, just we'll, wait, we'll wait and see. Today's Wednesday. We'll we'll see you know, what happens Thursday, Friday on the injury report. But we'll see. Uh, but this game is going to be the game. Like, it's the game of the week for Fox. or it. So, ev- everybody is watching this watch. game. Watch. And if Derek Carr come out looking like he did the past couple of weeks... I think then you're going to start seeing the, the national media start beating up on them a little more, you know? Because I can almost assure you, at least offensively, for maybe what, you know, for at least the offensive weapons on, on the team, they want the team to be quarterbacked by Jameis Winston right now. Like, they, like why, why would they want Derek Carr to continue to be there? Like, they know what that is. You have Jameis Winston come in. Not saying he's a savior, not saying blah blah, blah but oh. but it's, he gave he gave his he gave his weapons opportunities to make plays, and they did exactly. And it was like Lombardi them was talking about. They like Jameis. Yep, sometimes as simple as that. Like they like him. They like playing with him, playing for him. You know, not the greatest, not the greatest quarterback. Nah, not not even talking about. It's just like the Giants with Danny DeVito. A likable guy. Like, he's, look, probably shouldn't be playing quarterback, but he's a likable guy. You know what I'm saying? And he's out there. He's playing the best he can. And they just like, they like that he's out there giving it his all. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't like Derek Carr, bro. No. Nope. They do not you, you like Derek Carr. Derek Carr is currently Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's exactly who he is. That's exactly who he is. I wish I, I, I almost wish we had you know uh, 
Jim Mercy as an older brother. Mercy was just like, I'm done. Like, I, I can't take it no more. Right. I mean, t- maybe he'll do a little, 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 little sugar booger here and there. Maybe might, might, might not should be drinking under the influence. But when he saw what Carson Wentz did, he said, "That's a fucking enough. It, my money, my money ain't going there no more. I'll try with Matt Ryan. Matt, I, I have, I have an appreciation for owners who get away from the whole concept of sunk, of sunken fallacy costs. Yeah, right. Yeah, David Tepper. I, he kind of oh, you know, the Panthers aren't running a functional organization. Matt Rule wasn't the guy. He wasn't. Frank Wright, like, yeah, you can get into an argument that Frank White was right and they should have drafted um, T.J. Shroud instead of Bryce Young. And, and and Tepper got, you know, played his card. And so he's at fault for that. But the Panthers, there was no improvement seen for the Panthers in, in 13 weeks of football. None. None. So you got to go. So I appreciate we going to keep doing this until we find the person that's right for the job. It's the it's the exact opposite of how the New Orleans Saints have operated, especially from the day Derek so from the day Dennis Allen got hired till present, which isn't a long time. But they are so tied to its family, it's a mom and pop shop. We're we're like like do you not see how like you are like eroding everything away that's that's made you the New Orleans Saints and has made you great? Like they they don't see it at all. I just wish I could see them season ticket renewal. Season ticket renewal later, bro. They pay attention to that. They pay attention to that. So I'm just just doing. I'm just doing some quick. uh, Hold on. So, speaking of our our favorite quarterback, so Danny DeVito has seven touchdowns this season. Three less than Derek Carr. Three less than Derek Carr, bro. Danny DeVito. Derek Carr has 10 touchdowns, five interceptions. Keep in mind the number of games played. Danny DeVito has seven touchdowns, three interceptions. Now, the the Giants, like, one game did, like, run the ball the entire game, whatever. I'm just saying, you got Danny DeVito out here with seven touchdowns and Derek Carr got 10? Hey, it's execution, Adam. You know, it's just all about execution. So I wanted to say this earlier, um, Rams game. If you are a Patreon and you are on the West coast, LA, California, or what have you, if you are planning to attend the saints block party podcast presented by better help Rams, Rams saints game on the 21st of December, and you would like to attend the meetup dinner night of, fun, drinks, whatever, on the 20th of December, the night before the game. Please, please, please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Just let me know that you want to be a part of that in RSVP so we can include you in the number so we can have a solid head count of an approximate how many people will be there the night before the game. Please please also please also just be a patreon like we love and appreciate you if you if you are a listener this is just a patreon only event no offense but patreon literally it's a a buck a month can have you be a patreon so um i I don't know but i don't know i don't know if i have if i have anything else um do you have anything else oh let me ask you this (laughs) saints win this game I mean, I had this as a loss, even when I thought the Saints would be good. I had this as a loss. Nah, man. Nah, they ain't going to win this game. Uh, I just I just can't see it. I can't see it. They beat two winning teams in the past two seasons. Three. Three, if you include the, if you include the Colts. We don't know if they're going to end up being a winning team this season, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's – they don't have it in them to beat a good team. No. You want to talk about good coaching. You're – High, like your top four, top five quarterback goes down to injury. You got Garner Minshew, and you just cut Shaq, Shaq Leonard. Six and five right now, Ryan. 
and you got and they got the Texans in the Jacksonville division. And here's the thing about good coaching: you can see it. Yep. Like you watch, <laughs> even though we lost, even though we beat the Colts, you can still see that team. Like, man, that's, that's a good coach team, bro. Like, sure. Not very talented, you know. It's a, it's, a, it's being well coached, you know, and you can see a coach when a team is not not well coached. You know what I'm saying? When you all you hear is about execution, and it's not execute, not executing. That's coaching. That's coaching. Um, one one more thing. Um, so we're getting. Oh, we got we got religious stuff going on in our, our our YouTube comments. Oh boy, I'm about to turn the YouTube comments off again. Those email notifications. Um, I I know one thing that I'm going to be pissed off watching this game. I'm going to see Ben Johnson calling plays. I'm going to see how he's using Jamar Gibbs. He's going to be using exotic things and counters and traps and things like that. And it's going to piss me the fuck off. Don't piss me off, Ryan. Don't piss me off. If if the Lions score like 40 points against the Saints on Sunday, I need Gail Benson at the floor to Lee talking to Ben Johnson. I, I need her talking to tamper with the man. I don't care. Tamper, well, tamper, tamper with him. We, we don't we don't lost we don't lost a, a draft pick over a, a bounty gate thing that didn't happen. Tamper with him on TV, Gail. Get him. Don't want him to leave the building. Just have some stuff to work out that once the season's over, he's the head coach of the Saints. I please. I can just I see it, bro. Like it's gonna be some weird trick play shit that's gonna work to perfection and it's gonna be like. So anyway, I just I know it's coming. We got y'all covered. We'll please don't please don't watch this game alone. Don't don't watch these versions of the Saints alone. Please don't. Like I I laugh screamed when that pick six happened in the Zoom, bro. It, right. Not that I was giddy, but because uh, it's, it's just comedy to me at this point. Bro. It's comedy, it's man. Funny, man. I'm sorry, comedy. it's funny. And the fact we like, couldn't even like tournament, you had two interceptions in that game, bro. And we just like, like yeah, okay. <laughs> So if you're Patreon. Zoom's going to be happening on Sunday as always. Like I said, even if you don't turn your camera on, your camera or whatever, hop in the Zoom. Just enjoy it with us and 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 don't be stuck watching this Saints team. We'll be back on Sunday night recap or Sunday recapping the game. Um week 13, man. Season season is almost over. We'll see what happens on Sunday, but we got y'all covered as always. So, thanks for the support. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back on Sunday recapping the Saints-Lions game. With that, we're out. Peace.